Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. A pass to Berggren, broken up, and down on the move. He's got Orlov with him. Down. Could be a hat trick for him if he gets the shot, but he doesn't. Now Orlov with a shot. He scores! Dimitri Orlov! Game-winning goal! Good morning! Good afternoon! And good night, Detroit! Orlov rescues the Caps! 4-3, the final! This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. Dimitri Orlov wins it in overtime over Detroit. We'll hear from Eric Gustafson after his fourth goal in two games. And no goals for Alex Ovechkin last night. He'll try again. Thursday in Ottawa. Good morning, everybody. Today is Tuesday, December 20th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way in a Capital One arena. It was not the start the Capitals wanted in the first period last night, giving up a couple of goals to the Detroit Red Wings, but they found a way in a come-from-behind 4-3 overtime win at 7th and F. Dimitri Orlov with the overtime game winner. And Ben, sometimes you got to win with less than your best stuff. And I think that's what the Capitals did last night. That's seven wins now in their last eight. They did not come out the way they wanted, but it's not how you start. It's how you finish. And the Capitals finished with a flourish last night against the Wings. No, a gutsy win for the Capitals, especially given the way it started. And you credit the Detroit Red Wings, a team that came to town looking to snap their own five-game winless skid. They're dealing with the injury bug themselves. They had some jump early on, Detroit did. They brought the physicality. They set the tone early. They jumped out to that 2 nothing lead. And for a Capitals team that's been playing very well of late, there haven't been too many clunkers recently. Had the feeling early on this might just not be the Capitals' night, but you credit them. They're able to claw their way back in the second period. Great job from the shutdown line, the fourth line, to get the offensive mojo going and really the secondary contributions. They were there once again. You look at the goal scores, where they rank on the depth chart, maybe not necessarily the headliners as far as offensive outbursts, but they chipped in. And also, you know, when you talk about Nick Dow, the the block shots that he had, the defensive buy-in as well that several of his teammates had as the game wore on. Big, big night for the Capitals to come back in the manner that they did and to get a win, to your point, or maybe early on, they certainly didn't look themselves. We're going to hear from Eric Gustafson in a little bit, his interview with us last night on the show. But Ben, the secondary scoring is off the charts right now. Uh, Trevor Van Riemsdyk, three goals in five games. Eric Gustafson, four goals in two games. We saw Garnet Hathaway get a big goal in the Toronto game. They're getting it from the defense. They're getting it from the bottom six. And that's what good teams do. And, I mean, going back to the game in Edmonton where we were saying they've got to play 650 hockey the rest of the way to have a realistic chance of the eight spot, you know, now if you play 600 hockey the rest of the way, that's what this streak has done. And it's been a lot of different guys pulling on the rope to get it done. And funny you bring up that Edmonton game where this most recent stretch of seven wins in eight games started. 
Think about who came through in the third period that night. Alexei Protus had a big third period, assisted on the game winner that night from Nick Dowd. And that's sort of a sign of what was to come as far as the contributions up and down the depth chart. But yeah, these last two games, Toronto and Dallas, Capitals have scored nine times. Ed Rooney style, John, they've scored nine times. Four from Gustafson, Trevor Van Riemsdyk, Dmitry Orlov getting it done as far as the blue liners are concerned. The other three goals coming from the shutdown line. The Hathaway big insurance goal on Saturday night and then the two from Nick Dowd last night. But certainly contributions up and down. And then you go in goal, John, and the job that Charlie Lindgren has done over these past few weeks. I know we'll address him in some depth here. You know, when you consider your backup goaltender coming through as he has over these past couple of weeks. Just another example of the depth and the, the contributions they've been getting. We'll get to Charlie Lindgren in a second, but last night on Capitals postgame, Eric Gustafson joined us to talk about his night. It was a goal for him again in the third period after the Capitals were trailing in the third period. Gus got it tied. He talked about the goal, his hot streak, and also a little bit on Nick Dowd and Charlie Lindgren. Eric Gustafson back with us. Gus, we talked to you at intermission the other night of the Toronto game. You ended up getting a hat trick there. A huge goal tonight that brings him back into a tie. You look like you are feeling it right now, my friend. <laughs> I don't know about that, but uh, no, it's fun. always fun to score a goal, you know. It was a great great way to come back. Uh, we didn't play well in the first, and uh, they, they were all over us. Uh, but uh, good second and third, I think. And uh, uh, Lindgren was playing a hell of a game for us tonight. Eric, it's sometimes there just happens where you don't have your best stuff at the beginning of the game, but thought you guys did a really good job of battling through, getting your game, and it seemed like late in the second when the physicality picked up too that you guys started to maybe find your game and draw some energy from that. Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, uh, our fourth line who come in, come up uh, huge for us in the second period, uh, like they did uh, the other night too. I think uh, last a couple of games we figure out to come back in games and win games. Uh, even if it's in the full 60 minutes or it's overtime, we find find ways to win win games. And it's, uh, it's a lot of confidence in this locker room. And we just got to keep it rolling here. Two guys I want to ask you before we let you go. The job that Nick Dowd did tonight, yeah, the goals were incredible. But on the penalty kill, laying out, that guy was just a warrior for you guys tonight. Yeah, I think he's always a warrior for us. Every night he's doing a... That uh, qu- hard, quiet job, you, you know, uh, penalty kidding, blocking shots. You're always hearing in the locker room, too. He's a great player, great, a great guy in the locker room, too. So I'm very happy for him. Last one for you. You guys have won seven of eight. Charlie Lindgren did it all. Darcy Kemper going to play as we head off on the road now toward Ottawa and sometime in the two and two. But how about the job Charlie Lindgren has done for you guys over the course of the last eight games? Oh, he's been uh, incredible. Just uh, so fun to see him uh, play there, uh, play out there. He has uh, such uh, like high energy, even in the locker room too. And uh, he's such a great guy off the ice. And uh, I'm just happy to see him how how well he played. And I know he was a good goaltender, but uh, this is something new I've seen here. Uh, he's been awesome for us. Eric, congratulations on another big win. We'll see you on the plane to Ottawa. Thank you. Thank you. And Ben, just to follow up on what Gus was talking about with Charlie and what he's meant to this team. I mean, when Darcy Kemper goes down. He gets hurt in the Calgary game in the midst of the longest road trip of the season that was charitably not going very well at that time. You lost a game in Seattle where you didn't look good, and they were even worse if that were possible in the Calgary game where they basically got run out of the Saddle Dome, and you're thinking this road trip's going to go sideways, and if it gets much deeper, the Capitals are going to have a hard time even getting back toward making a run toward the top eight in the East. And Charlie Lindgren has come in – in the absence of the number one goaltender on this team. 
and won seven of eight to put them right on the edge again of the top eight. Look, the work not done, and Darcy Kemper's certainly going to get a game now that he's activated, whether it's in Ottawa on Thursday or the home game on Friday against Winnipeg. So the run's going to change a little bit now, and Charlie is going to probably slide back and be the number two again. But a tip of the cap to number 79, because if it weren't for him, this season could be over right now. Well, he's been terrific. You know, a lot of racetrack left between now and the end of the regular season. But depending on how it plays out, depending on how the second half unfolds, how it goes post-holiday break, et cetera, you could potentially make the case, depending on how it plays out, that Lindgren contributed to saving the season. I don't think that's a stretch here in the month of December for the reasons that you noted, given the travel that they had earlier this month, the difficulty of their schedule, their itinerary, all the injuries, all the adversity they were dealing with, and then to lose your number one goaltender, your workhorse, on top of that earlier this month, Lindgren came in and almost flawless in building that 7-1 and one record, a 930 save percentage, 2.0 goals against average, terrific numbers. And think about it, his one loss over this stretch, John, it was last Thursday night against Dallas, a 2-1 loss, a couple of fluke goals that the Stars scored when well, the game-winning goal was a fluke goal in that 2-1 loss uh, against Dallas. But outside of that, just seven wins in those eight starts from Lindgren and that common presence back there and, and making big stops at big moments, keeping the Capitals in the game. And good on Lindgren to take advantage of the opportunity. You know, it's always next man up mentality. Sometimes maybe that works three, four, five games consecutively. How about eight games in a row here with that seven and one record? Just phenomenal work for a guy who in those eight games, you know, was just on top of his game. Just terrific, terrific job from Charlie Lindgren, keeping everything afloat. Can't say enough good things about him. And no doubt he's going to get one of these games here as the Capitals two games now between here and the Christmas holiday. Two more guys to talk about this morning. Can't believe we got this far and not really <laughs> talking about Alex Ovechkin so much, but we thought with Detroit on the other side, wouldn't it be fitting if Mark and Marty Howe, who were on our broadcast last night, they were on the TV side, made the rounds with the local media. You figure they're in town. It just felt like it was going to happen last night. At least one, you'd think, where he would slide in and maybe get to 801 and tie Gordy Howe. Maybe he gets a couple and moves ahead. Yeah, not so much. 800 is where he goes to Ottawa now. So the Senators, I don't know if Ryan Reynolds is going to be watching. Maybe there'll be a, a television appearance <laughs> in the not-too-distant future. Alex Ovechkin comes to Ottawa and Ryan Reynolds sees it. I don't know. But in any case, the Senators are going to get a chance to see some history potentially on Thursday night. And if it goes further, one more shot at Capital One Arena with Winnipeg in town on Friday. And we'll see how it plays out, uh, whether it's in Canada where you anticipate a good atmosphere in Ottawa or back home on Friday night or who knows, maybe beyond that. But I will say, John, last night against Detroit on a Monday night in December, the building was full. It was a great atmosphere. Every time it seems Ovechkin touches the puck, anytime he's on the ice, there's a real buzz. There's a real anticipation in the building and he was noticeable again last night he's goalless in three games here dallas toronto and detroit last night on to wrap up the homestand but he's looked really good over these past few games it wasn't for lack of effort wasn't for lack of opportunities billy huso stoned him a couple of times in the third period last night he hit the goal post in the second but he's brought the physicality over these past few games he's really engaged and as we've acknowledged on the broadcast too going to the net, right? Going to those high traffic areas, maybe even with more regularity than we've seen over the past few years from Ovechkin. It just seems he's really sniffing. He's really buzzing and really coming close to finding the back of the net. Only a matter of time, maybe as soon as Thursday night in Ottawa building, he is no stranger to producing with big nights. One of his four goal games having come back in Ottawa 
a long time ago, 2007, in fact. Yeah, it's been a while, but you never know. All he needs is two this time around. Last thing for you this morning, absolute warrior game last night from Nick Dowd. The two goals in 11 seconds, sure, awfully impressive. I was equally impressed with a penalty kill that followed late in the second period, laid out and blocking shots. That was an outstanding game. One of the best games I have ever seen Nick Dowd play last night. Two goals in 11 seconds, one off a team record. He almost got it last <laughs> night, but that was impressive enough. I was equally impressed with the defensive effort from Dowd last night. He was a huge part of that victory number one star last night. Yeah, well deserving of that curtain calls the game's number one star. And keep in mind, he didn't play on Saturday night because of a lower body injury. The company line last night was game time to decision we know he's dealing with something so good on him even on top of the effort that he put forth to do it knowing that he wasn't available just a couple of days ago facing toronto over the weekend so good on nick dowd to come through not only with the offensive outburst but yes the defensive plays four block shots in this one the big one on most sider on the penalty kill late in the second period when the game was tied at two it's contagious a lot of high fives on the bench and you know when you're missing guys like tom wilson like tj oshie now who's unavailable Talk about all the intangibles that TJ Oshie provides when he's in the lineup. Nice to see Nick Dowd coming through in that capacity as well. The way he played, the example he set the other night, certainly I'm sure gets everyone's attention on the bench. And that's a guy you like to follow suit when you're up over the boards after him. So good on Nick Dowd to be able to really show himself very, very well in the win. So the Capitals now 17, 13, and 4, 38 points, clawing up to the second wild card for the moment. <laughs> It is a tenuous position, but the Capitals have fought their way back from what was borderline oblivion a couple of weeks ago, and it's been fun to watch. One note this morning before we leave you, Lucas Johansson has been loaned back to AHL Hershey. He had been on the outside for the last few games. He heads back to the Hershey Bears. Capitals and the Ottawa Senators coming up Thursday at 7 Eastern, 645 air on 106.7 A Fan, Caps Radio 24-7 heard at capsradio247.com. Ben, have yourself a Tuesday, will you? Happy Tuesday, John. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at capsradio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.